Hey, 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 it's your girl Kay the Rebel and I am back with another episode of This Can't Be Life podcast. I'm your host. You can find me on only one social media platform, which is Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcast. My personal page is Kay the Rebel question comments inquiries um would like to work together on live episode or just audio recordings uh anything just hit me up via dm or you can also email me at this can't single letter b l y f e at gmail.com normally i have a recap and can talk about um prior week's episode but i'm actually doing a record and dump So, um, I won't even know what your reaction would be to last week's episode, which would have been, um, titled, um, Pick Someone Else, um, where I just talked about being anti, um, protect black women, um, movement. So, I guess we can, um, get into what I want to talk about today. Um, I don't know if you remember, or if you're new here, you wouldn't know, but for my faithful listeners, a year ago, I released an episode, um, that was January, 2022, and it was called, um, Good at Goodbyes, and I talked about my first year of being single for, like, all of 2021 and everything I experienced. People really enjoyed that episode. I had some stories to tell. Um, it was entertaining. So I figured I would do that um, again. I don't think my f- stories will be as entertaining this year. If anything, probably annoyed and what the fuck will probably be more of the responses. But um, yeah, so let's talk about my second year of dating and what my current mindset is on dating because I am still single. Um, there were some highlights, so I guess I'll go through my highlights. Um, the first person who I'll call um, Blast from the Past, Uh, someone that I dated, um, I mean, years ago, like when my daughter was probably like three, four years old. Um, They had came back into my life briefly. Um, And unfortunately, that was short-lived because they ended up um, getting into a situation and becoming incarcerated. Um, So yeah, there wasn't really much to do there. Um, It was really unfortunate because I know he had struggled with incarceration in the past, and I thought he had kind of overcome that. So I really hated to see that happen to him again. But we, I didn't, I chose not to keep in contact um, after that situation. It was nothing personal. I just felt like, uh, at this age of my life, I don't know if I really want to be supportive of someone during a time like that. Um, Next, um... I had a blast from the past 2.0. And this was someone that came back around who I connected with on a dating app, which was BLK. He looked familiar, but I was like, is that him? Because, you know, as people grow, their hair changes, full-grown beards. I'm like, I'm not sure, but we still match. So then as we started talking, he reminded me, like, hey, you know, it's me, um, W. I'm not going to say his name. So I'm like, oh, Okay. Um, and, you know, we connected, um, we had a couple of dates and then there was like a situation that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, red flag number one should have been him having like an 13 month old kid. Like I should have already knew like that 
would have been a problem. But anyways, one time after we had had a date, um, the next day I didn't hear from him in the morning. And I'm really good off of energy and my intuition. I felt like something was off. So instead of just doing a normal text, I decided to reach out to him by phone. And then when we were having a phone conversation, he proceeded to tell me how he got into it with the child's mother and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, um, you know, sounds like there's probably still feelings there. Maybe you guys should just get back together. And when I said that, I think I really pissed him off. But me, at the end of the day, I'm not a hater. I'm also not a person that wants to promote black families being um, torn apart. So if maybe you guys couldn't figure it out. You're trying to date again, but maybe there still could be feelings there on both ends. I would encourage you to go back to that situation as opposed to trying to start one with me over again. So, um, yeah. And then he was a Taurus, so we were never going to get along anyways. Yeah, that sign is an absolute dub. And I don't care if you don't believe in zodiacs or astrologies. I said what I said. So, yeah, um, I was like, okay, that doesn't work for me. Then um, there was somebody that I kept matching with on a dating app since the first time I ever had created the account. Half the time I would create the account, delete it, come back on, delete it, be, go away for a couple, like two months, come back on. So this was like the fifth or sixth time I had matched with this person. We had exchanged numbers before, but never met up. So finally, this time we matched. I was mad aggressive, like, how many times are we gonna do this? We have text, we have talked on the phone, had lengthy phone conversations, had FaceTime, but never met up, like, it's time for you to stop playing. He decided to be honest and said that he was dibbling and dabbling with his ex. I love transparency, I love honesty. I'm like, okay. Then he decided he wanted to take me out. We went out on a date um, and it was pretty cool and um, he was younger than me so that was problem probably problem number one I'm only like 29 years old but I was like you know what I'm just gonna give it a shot you know let me just have fun and, and approach dating from a fun standpoint which is what my therapist had recommended at the time so okay we only went out on like two dates to dinner then after that he lived like in one of those luxury apartment complexes so he would like for me to come over and like sit by like the pool and then invite his friends over and smoke weed and it was like young people stuff and then he was kind of doing that young people thing where like you're telling someone you're with them but you're really not so I remember one of the little things he invited me to poolside um, by his complex and there was a girl there that showed up with one of his friends and she's like oh I didn't know that you and B um, I'm not going to say his name. We're, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're dating, dating, you know. Um, I haven't seen him, like, around with anybody in such a long time. And so then he's like, yeah, that's, this is my wife and this is me. Absolutely not. And so then she was like, wait, so which one is it? I said, we're friends and maybe he's just manifesting for me to be his wife. It was like, uh, hello, like, I'm a grown-ass woman, the fuck? Like, we never talked about having a relationship or anything what the hell is going on here so he did something else that I didn't like and I thought was kind of homey um and raggedy he drove a luxury vehicle a Range Rover but then he would put it on this site called Toro where you rent it out to people then when he would rent it out to people he basically would have no car which was stupid to me 
didn't make sense. So he asked me for a ride like two times when he did that. And that was nice. And he did give me gas money. So then he rented his car out again a third time and thought he would ask me for a ride. And I was like, no, like I'm not doing it. Like I just picked up my son from school, came back, you know, working from home, did emails. And like, no, I don't really feel like coming out today. No, like you can't take an Uber. He's like, no, I don't want to. Um, okay, it's giving entitled and who the fuck are you talking to? I don't want to, like, get off my phone. So after that, um, we got off the phone. Um, I could tell he was a little salty. So I waited, like, two days, didn't hear from him. I reached back out, and then he's mad dry, like, oh, I just feel like you showed me a different side of you that, you know, I like to have a woman that I know can be there for me if I need. Bitch, what? Nigga. I fucking already helped you twice. I was not helping you a third time. Plus, at the end of the day, I am a damn single mother. I have two kids and I work. I My life doesn't revolve around you because you want to be homey to make extra money even though you have a primary job and renting out your car to people. That's stupid. Save up your fucking money and buy a hoopty so that way when you rent out your luxury car, you have some other way to get around it. Or again, get in a fucking Uber. Like, that's not my problem. That's not what I do. You're not my nigga. You ain't my man. So he had to get out of here. Um, yeah, annoying. But he was so handsome, I might want to add. And I remember I he used to like for us to take pictures together, which was just juvenile. I'm like, oh, yeah, he posted me on his Snapchat. Fucking weird. Like, bro, I'm not your girl. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you bring this to somebody else's club? It's sad. But anyways, um... <laughs> That's funny. Maybe some people know about that, uh, that saying from the Bella Noche's girls. But, yeah. All right. All right. Let me get back on, on task here. But, yeah. And I remember I posted him on my close friends and everyone was all like, oh, my gosh. They, I really thought I found love. It's like, sis, this is a whole fucking scam. He is not my nigga. I just posted him to make him feel like he was important. But he, he really wasn't. Like, if it's not posted on my main page or the main story, it's really not a thing. I promise you that. Next, I had um, Blast from the Past 3.0, someone that I had never dated. But I used to see them at the skating rink we would go to called Shavu growing up. If you're from the Boston area, you know what I'm talking about. And um, he claimed he always had a crush on me. And I would say there was a lot of chemistry there. And um, we had some dates. And we would communicate a lot. And he kept wanting me to... I'm still trying to figure out what exactly he wanted. I'm a transparent person. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to, like, sweat you and be like, oh, baby, oh, boo, every five seconds in the early stages. And I think he wanted me to be maybe just a little bit more um, vulnerable or um, a little bit more affectionate, and that just wasn't me. Like, okay, if we go out to dinner, I'd give you a hug, and, I mean, we did have, like, a kiss or something, but I, I don't know what else he wanted from me. So he basically tried to make it seem as if I still had issues um, from my last relationship and that I needed to take my guard down or this wasn't going to work for him. So you know me. It's like, I bet. Not a problem. Not a problem. Um, so, yeah, we faded out. Um, we're still on good terms till this day. Um, we talked to each other here and there just to check in to see how each other is. You know, it just didn't work out. Um, what he 
what his, whatever his expectation was for me at that time, I just wasn't able to meet it. I, I just want everything to be organic. I don't want to be forced into anything. I feel that I want to take my time with the next relationship that, I, that, that I'm into. There's no need for me to rush. Um, you know, I, I just, I wasn't doing it. Um, next, um, blast from the past 4.0. Now, mind you, while I'm going through all of those situations, there was someone that I had been talking to and texting that I had dated, like, when I was in high school. I'm talking about throw, throwback. I mean, we're bringing this shit all the way back to, like, 2002, okay? But we had never linked up. Or anything like that just communicate and sharing memes and funny stuff on social media so around like august i guess he had just wrapped up a situation with somebody and asked me did i want to hang out and i'm like yeah sure why not i didn't have shit else going i didn't i didn't really have any other connections at the time so we did that and he kind of just was making it seem like he really likes like the adult version of me and kind of wanted to explore that and get to know me more um but my reservations with him, why I really wasn't interested in trying to pursue him seriously, is I didn't care for the relationship that he had with his children's mother. It was like a bit of a codependency. I mean, and he was calling it co-parenting, but mm, it was just really OD. Like, if anything, it seems like he did everything. Um, always kind of had the children with him. Um, then when the weekend came, I guess he was trying to be supportive of her and her medical career, going to school, and she worked a lot, and um, she didn't really have family, so he was stepping up to the plate, which I think is dope as fuck, but when it's the weekends, you should be able to do something, or say as if we were going to maybe do something, oh, she called and asked for me to, to um, take the kids while she goes grocery shopping, and mind you, these weren't even kids that were baby age, it was basically like an 11 and a 6 year old, and I'm like... Mm. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, it just seemed like his list of priorities um, was his child's mother and the two girls. And I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. If I want to be very intentional when I'm dating someone. And where do I fit in into that picture? Where do I fit in? Um, so we didn't really go on dates, but still keep in contact. We even keep in contact now. And he kind of still feels like, you're not giving us a try. And it's like, that's not going to work for me. I'm not signing up for that. Um, and then sometimes I feel like he lacks emotional intelligence, and that's really a turnoff for me. But either way, he's still very cool. Um, we talk here and there, and there's no smoke. Now, whenever I do things about Zodiac compatibility, it always tells me that Leos are the most combat compatible for a Sagittarius woman. I never meet Leo men. So... I have gotten complete rid of be okay. And I had um, decided to create a hinge account. And lo and behold, there was a Leo man I matched with. Handsome, um, already had two kids, didn't want any more kids, has a job, a little bit older than me, liked the same music as me. Um, what was crazy is I used to live in Arizona and so did he like it just seemed like oh my god this is undeniable chemistry so the issue with him was we would FaceTime we would text but when it came to meet up there was always some type of excuse 
he made up an excuse like, oh, my father got rushed to the hospital. Oh, I fell asleep or I'm so sorry or um, I don't feel good because I think I'm still hungover. So whenever people do stuff like that, it's obvious you must still be in a relationship. And I think that after that last experience, which was around like September of 2022, I was like, okay, there's no way I'm doing this anymore. I am fucking done. No, thank you. No, thank you. This is becoming like way too much. So in between all of that, I did meet other people off of Hinge. One guy I matched with, we were conversing just on the app, never exchanged numbers. He liked my profile because I talked about how I was into um, astrology and zodiacs. He wanted me to share my birth chart with him, you know, like what my um, moon was and what my rising sign was. And my moon is in Cancer, my rising sign is in Sagittarius. He tells me, oh, this will never work. If you have Sagittarius is rising, um, yeah, that means that there's nothing I can do for you. That means you're going to be, like, super independent. You're going to want to always take charge of situations. And I'm thinking, nigga, I never even said I was interested in you. We were just bonding over a mutual interest, which was Zodiac sign. So what are you talking about? Okay, weirdo, unmatch. One day I was at the gas station by my house. I met this other guy. He held the door for me. He was eyeing me. I could tell he was interested. And then um, he went out of the gas station first because I just wasn't getting gas. I was coming to actually buy uh, like a snack or something. And then he waited outside because he had saw the cashier before me. So he waited outside. And then when I came out, um, he's like, um, oh, my, you are so beautiful. Like, do you, do, do you have a boyfriend? I'm like, no. So he asked for my number. So me and him are texting. Um, he asked me, um, did I have children? And once I told him I had two kids, he never texted me again, which was fine. Um, then there were people that I matched with on Hinge that were like either African, Haitian, or um, Jamaican descent. And I noticed that that is like, there's like a cultural clash with men from the, from the islands. I just, I don't tend to mesh well with them. Um, I, I guess I kind of don't like the aggressive approach that they take. Um, I like someone to be assertive, but not aggressive. So there were a few people I um, exchanged numbers with and I just, it wasn't my thing. Um, and again, I, I know it might sound mean, but I'm living in my truth. Like, I don't, just just how there are black men that claim that they like women from other races for certain issues, I could say that there are men, black men from certain countries that I, it's a cultural clash. The way that they like to do things just, it, it, it doesn't work for me. I don't, I don't like it. Um, I was taking my son to get his hair cut at this barbershop in Boston and there was a nice looking gentleman there who was talking to me a little bit older than me and I exchanged his number and then I remember hours later um my stepfather had told me oh yeah that guy that you got his number you know you got shot and I'm like what the fuck so yeah I never hit him up again because it's like okay people gonna be shooting at you yeah that's probably gonna be a sign that I I might need to head out yeah so yeah 
I just think that with everything that I just shared with you guys, um, yeah, it's looking like no. No, 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 no. Probably the most trash year of dating. Even though it was only my second year, trash. So I'm not here to just spew negativity about dating. Um, I can share what I've learned. Um, I think it's kind of tough to find someone who aligns with you, um, whether it's on a mental, emotional, or spiritual level. Um, finding someone that's a good fit for your dating goals. You know, um, like someone that's, that just fits into what you have going on and where you're at in your life. That can be very difficult. Um, I also have learned that whether you're mean or you're nice, whether you're feminine or, or aggressive, I feel like it's the same result. I don't think it really changes. Like if I come in and I try to be, oh, yeah, and thank you, and just being all that, and I don't show my aggression, I feel like I didn't have a success. If I did come in with like an attitude, being a little sassy, there wasn't much success. It does. It seems like it's the same result. Um, I think honesty and transparency scare some men off. I think I said this with the episode last year. Um, it's just not something they find attractive. Um, when you're straightforward and you're direct, I don't know. They don't like it. I, I don't know if they they're looking for women in sugarcoat, but I do know that there are a lot of women that lack transparency um, in the early stages of dating. You know, everybody just wants to kind of just be like, oh, we just meet each other and let's just have that honeymoon stage and just that. No, 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 no. I really want to get to know you for who you really are. You know, I, I, that honeymoon stage, it fucks people up every time. I want no parts of it. Um, I also feel like looks don't really get you anywhere. Like, I'm a pretty good looking person and yeah, contrary to proper belief, one might think, that there's people just knocking down their door or would love to be in my presence or love to want to go out on a date with me or whatever. Now, um, the most, I guess, uh, that I get to know that that I am attractive, because if I had to base it off of my dating history, I'd probably be ugly. You would think I was ugly. But the most I will get or, or consistency I have gotten out of men is a bunch of hard eye emojis on my stories, whether that's on Instagram or Snapchat. Aside from that, I guess I check off the, their, their box for maybe aesthetics, but aside from that, no. Um, who I am intellectually, mentally, emotionally, uh, no. Um, I also feel like the more I elevate myself and crush my goals, if the only thing that I was missing was a man, like, I'm okay with that. No matter what, what like, my happiness has to kind of start and end with me, so um, there's a lot of goals that I'm setting for myself and I'm on the pathway to crushing them. I'm very intentional about that. And um, so again, you know, finding someone that's in alignment with all that, 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 that fits into my life, that can meet me where I'm at currently. Um, another thing I learned is that my vulnerability can be a little limited. Um, and I think that that sometimes does make me undateable. But in 2021, I was vulnerable with people and my vulnerability was disposable to them. It's like, so why should I go and share deep parts of myself for nothing? 
So for 2022, no, I I definitely wasn't vulnerable. I will I will be accountable and say that. Um, also in 2022, I noticed a lot of painful breakups too, and that shit had me like, well, damn. Um, it honestly kind of helped make help make me kind of give up hope. But like Mike the poet says on Instagram, when he writes his poems about finding love, he always says hope is on the way. Um, and I hope that it is for real, cause uh, ooh. Um, but some days I sit and wonder if I had different love languages, would my love life be better? And for clarity, my primary love language is quality time and my secondary love language is words of affirmation and I guess coincidentally I've answered my own question and the answer is no because my love languages have been the same since birth they're not going to change there just has to be somebody out there that shows up and they're like you know what K is for me like she's my person I dig her in every sense. But um, in my two and a half years of being single, the positive thing is as I've never got played out or my heart broken. And I've usually ended things um, being annoyed or disappointed with the outcome or just me ghosting and not caring. Um, but all in all, I don't equate you know, my worth to my relationship status. And I have ended any and all connections I had or thought I had in 2022, and I'm not looking back. Um, I'd like to move forward this year in 2023 with the best solution to my problems with dating that I experienced last year, and that solution is to not date at all. Um, all dating apps have been deleted. Um, no men are hitting up my line, except maybe occasional um, texts from people from the past who just want to check in and is simply just saying hello which I do appreciate which goes to show I'm not that bad of a person I just may not be for them at least they care enough to still see how I'm doing you know but even though I have chosen to give up on dating currently I believe in love no matter what but the bottom line is this just isn't my season um, I'm gonna pull myself out the game and just sit on the bench this year and I really do wish the rest of you success and love this year. Um, that's my time and I'm out. But P.S., one little quick P.S. I do have a crush. And if he wants to date me, I'll be back in the game. But only for him. And I'm out.